0: Hey y'all. So much has happened since the last time we've spent some time together on the More Than a Mommy podcast. And I'm super excited to talk about that a little later down the road. But today I am so excited to celebrate the season of love with a friend who I love so much, Miss Janelle Tillman. Woo! That's the bottom. Woo! So Janelle gave me the honor of creating my own introduction for her. So I did a little stalking and a lot of thinking, and a lot of thinking. And um, I'm excited to share that, first of all, professionally, Janelle is a Chicagoland-based client experience manager with 100% NPS rating for exceptional service and event planning. Also, I don't even know what an NPS rating is, but everybody on her LinkedIn loved her. So that has (laughs) to be a great thing. But she's a writer. She's a blogger. She's an affirmation genius. She's a creative thinker, a sister, a daughter, and a friend extraordinaire. Janelle loves her some Jesus, and I have had the privilege of knowing her since sometime in the 90s. My favorite things about Janelle are her smile and her infectious laugh, her loyalty, her complex thinking and her or our shared love for books. So without further ado, please allow me to introduce Miss Janelle Marie. Welcome Janelle, how did I do? Oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> I was
1: trying not to laugh cuz I'm like, don't interrupt, Janelle. We're on the time
0: schedule. (laughs) I think I did good, then. Yes, you did. Well, thank thank you you so much for being on the podcast, you guys. I'm going to keep speaking this into existence because I have been low-key begging Janelle to start a (laughs) podcast with me. So I feel like this is my audition, and you guys will be able to convince her that this is the thing we need to do. Oh, my God. No pressure. You know, it can happen whenever you're ready. But, you know, I'll have a recorded um, audition. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. So... We're going to start with an icebreaker. So since Valentine's Day is coming up and people are talking about loving things, I have this game. It's called The War on Love. And um, the creator is this lady's company. She's a black lady here in the Twin Cities. Um, and her company is called Dessert and Discussion. So she has like questions. When we me and Hamilton first went, um, oh, probably 2016, 2017 to this event. And basically, you ask the question, but it's, like, guys versus girls, but then, like, she gifted us a card deck, and you can just ask, like, these questions, and they're open-ended. So, there's no right or wrong answer. So, the first question is, in your opinion, all these are your opinion. what is the point of commitment? Dang. I know, we started heavy. Uh, Hello. <laughs> My favorite color is... Uh... <laughs> what is the what is the meaning of life, Janelle? Right. That's basically what you asked. Um, <laughs> what's the point of commitment? Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind about commitment is that it's a kind of like a human example of like how God loves us and his covenant with us. So our commitment with each other other uh, is supposed to kind of be like an earthly reflection I would say I um, but other than that girl I don't know just to keep from not getting stabbed you know <laughs> if
0: you're not <laughs> that, that's convenient that's life. right yeah I love that though I didn't even think about it like that I was trying not to whenever I do like these virtual card games I try not to think about my answer so I can play too And I didn't even think about that. That is so deep. I love that. What was your answer? I mean, I feel like the, okay, from my experience, especially now, I think the point of commitment really is, for me, it has been, like, for me to continue to grow and develop. Because every time that, like, we have, and I'm talking about Um, me and Hamilton, if you don't know who Hamilton is, you guys, that's my husband. But like when we have like a, a growing pain or some, an obstacle to get over, I literally every time end up learning more about myself. And, like, at the beginning of our marriage, like, or relationship even, I would be thinking, like, I had to fix him and I had to teach him. And Mm. every single time, it's, like, the thing that gets us over the hump is when I'm, like, able to figure out what I need to do or just take the control off of what he got going on. And I am Mm. able to grow. So, for me, commitment has just being able to commit to myself and, like continue to become a better person and that could be like in a friendship that definitely has applied to me in friendship and anything that I commit myself to is always normally teaching me how to be better instead of like depending on that other thing to do anything for me I love that commitment as like a life lesson yes that I like that that's what's so up I love the Janelle and Nakia show okay <laughs> So, do you believe in love at first sight? No.
1: Why not? Was that on the card, or yeah, that's just...
0: the next card. <laughs> um,
1: because when they when people talk about love at first sight, I, you know what? That's not true. I just thought of something. I've never had romantic love at first sight. Okay. But I definitely, like, felt like I've seen someone in my heart, like, went out to them immediately. hmm And then I've, like, wanted to, like, form some kind of relationship with those people. So... Yeah, okay. Okay, fine. If you... Yeah,
0: fine. Yes. Okay. Love at first sight is possible. I definitely... So, I have answered this question before my answer too is no but i can see that i've definitely had those moments where i'm like oh, i think i love this person um i don't think i've ever I actually i know i have never felt like that um romantically either but like you know they have those shows where you get married like after three weeks i don't even know the name of the shows but you know what i'm talking about girl me and my granny watched one the other day and
1: i just could not like we were both like what is
0: going on with these people i could You're not in love no i can't even trust you at first sight so there's no way i can love somebody at first sight no. like a lot no, of people, definitely not
1: romantically no but like right. i have seen um like, for example, there's this one girl um, that I went to Ball State with, and I feel like I saw her, and I just, like, felt for her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I, like, felt like whatever it was that was going on in her life, like, I, like, felt it, and I felt like I needed to, like, love her or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and it's interesting because years later, we, like, chatted on social media, and she said, like, Yeah, like I, I remember, like at school, like I felt like you were like reaching out to me, and she was like, but she just wasn't ready, Uh and I just thought that was so crazy because I was like, I was like, not on, not on some creepy stuff, but just like you know, like I'm present, I'm there for you, like so in those instances, I'm like, oh, to me, I guess that would be the closest example of love at first
0: sight, but Mm
1: -hmm. beyond that, no,
0: no, like I know somebody who is married now. (laughs) i'm not gonna say any names but when she first met her current husband i believe he was in a relationship i don't know all the details because we have not we weren't friends at that time um but they were in a relationship but she said she first saw him and she's like that's my husband and so she felt like it was love at first sight and i was just like You know, that I feel like was the beginning of my mind, my business ministry, because I'm like, I wish somebody would (laughs) see how they're talking about. That's my husband. Actually, no, that is my boyfriend. And you need to stay in your lane. But clearly it worked (laughs) out for them. So, you know, to each their own, whatever. Yeah, I don't. It's not for me. I don't believe in it. But Whatever. Okay. the last one is when it comes to love, I I'm afraid of. You have to finish that. When it comes to love, I'm afraid of. And it doesn't have to be afraid. It could be like I'm hesitant about or something like that.
1: Uh, I'm afraid of getting lost. Let's say. Like losing myself. Like, like yeah, like. Losing myself, my path, the things I want because, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, but I'm like, I want better for people. Mm So I'm like, I can't want better for you at the expense of me. And that has been my pattern. And so that is the one thing like I'm really nervous about. Actually, not too long ago, I was literally thinking like, Lord, do I even have space for Mm -hmm. a husband? Like, you know, I want. But do I have space for when is it gonna pull me away? Like how can I kind of like balance myself and you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, keep everything in the proper perspective? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm like working on now.
0: I think that's very valid because like my answer would just be like I don't like to use the word afraid of because I don't wanna I'm not operating on fear. That's not what we're called to do. But you know, like facts. Right, right. <laughs> concerned about? You know, I'm concerned about or apprehensive about just growing at like two completely different paces in a way that makes me feel like I can't like fully show up. Um, because, of course, to me, I feel like, you know, and my understanding is limited. It could grow as I grow but like when I think about being equally yoked I'm thinking about like where I go you must go or how do I necessarily like branch out into all these ways without a supportive partner or without someone who was on the same you know pace as me and so I Uh always think about that but I think you know lately I don't know I think I'm having a different understanding of it It's not fully developed yet, so I can't do a whole episode, but I just feel like it's shifting in a way that is different than what I traditionally thought about it. But, yeah, it's like I want to be a dream team. But it's so true. Like, yeah. you do feel like, especially when you're married and you're living together, Especially, we're in an apartment, so we see each other at every moment. You know, like, it's not like, I can just go isolate myself and he can isolate himself and we can work on our own things and then see each other in passing. So it's a very much like a meshed situation. And it feels like just with the way our unit is made up, I'm talking about our family unit. It just feels like mm-hmm. we're supposed to always be on one accord. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah, well, you have to
1: consider. Like, I feel like when I think of equal yoke, it doesn't necessarily have to be like you're both moving at the same pace all the time. Because you both are still having individual life experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if something's knocking somebody down or some concern or something like you're there to help them like get back up. Now at the core, obviously right. it needs to be, we're both go getter. We're both on this path, but there's going to be times when y'all going to have to lift each other. So,
0: mm-hmm. Well, that was a fun game. It was kind of like a friend therapy, but it was really nice. It was stressful, well. Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get to the questions. My first okay. question is, we all know that it's Valentine's Day season, and lots of people either love the idea of an official holiday for love, and then other people hate it. Where do you fall on like that spectrum? So um,
1: I don't mind it. Like I think Valentine's Day is sweet. I think um, if you abuse it it can kind of take over and get to the point where it's like, is this really about love or are you just trying to like, um, show off or like, I don't know, whatever. It's a capitalist holiday. Like whatever, right. yeah. whatever people want to say, like, I can understand that, but why not have a day to celebrate like your love? I right. think that's very sweet and romantic. So um. I support it. Um, I support it. Like, do I want to go and sit out at a fancy restaurant that's overcharging us on Valentine's Day?
0: (laughs) No, not necessarily. But I'm like, I'm okay with Valentine's Day. The people that get on my nerves, and I'm just going to say it because that's what I'm here for. I don't like when people are like, what do they say? Like, people say it every year. Oh, we do Valentine's Day every day. I don't need a holiday to show my love if you don't get out of my face. That is so lame and what lazy. Is that? What is like,
1: that? What do you mean you don't need one day to show your love? Like, Valentine's Day is not about, it's not so much about showing your love to that person. Exactly. It's just like an honoring type of so thing, just like Mother's Day. Like, your mom is your mom every, every day of the year.
0: Oh. You, you, like, come on. Like, the logic it's, is just it's... lacking. So. <laughs> It's very stupid. Yeah. Like, and I know somebody's going to hear this because I know people who say it. And if you don't agree with it, you don't have to because this is my brain and this is my podcast. <laughs> and I get to say what I want to say. But And if you don't want to celebrate it, then don't, then celebrate, don't it celebrate it with your partner. And then,
1: also, don't be a hater.
0: Just carry on. My whole thing is like my birthday is August 24th. Am I alive every other day of the year? Absolutely. Am I going to celebrate my birthday 100%? Like, I don't I don't get that. And I think, you know, if we think about it, it could be like a cover-up. You know, like if, if it's a woman saying that or a man, but if somebody's saying that, it could be because they don't feel celebrated on Valentine's Day. So they're convincing themselves like, oh, well, since we don't celebrate it, you know. I'll make myself feel better in this way, but mm-hmm. we gotta stop all that now. Yeah, like, that's it. I'm
1: not a fan. No, I'm not a fan of crapping on holidays just because. Like, it's fine if you don't want to do it, but just <laughs> log off the internet. Exactly. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy we're on the same page there. Um, but another thing that I love to do is Valentine's Day because. I didn't know about, I don't even know when they made it, but any holiday like where you get to celebrate your friends and be like mushy with your friends is like my love language because I feel like especially as I have grown up, I just really, really cherish friendship and I love my girlfriends. So my question for you is how do you feel like you give and receive love and friendships? (sighs) <sighs>
1: well, <laughs> I recently learned that I don't really receive love well in mm-hmm. friendships. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice. Me, me, me. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, one of my closest girlfriends um, said to me the other day. We were just having a conversation, and I told her a story, and she's like. I feel like you never say anything about yourself. Mm. And I just thought that was so weird because we talk about everything. Like, we connect, I feel like, about so many different things. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was weird that she would say that. But then I took some time and I thought about it Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that's true. Like, I feel like um, like I'm a lazy friend but I feel like overall, like, I'm a good friend to the core. Like, Mm -hmm. if you call me or you need me or I notice it, like, can be there um or I will be there as best as I can um but apparently I don't really share things about myself like I don't really share like fears or concerns or stress or drama but also it's like that's kind of like one of those things that I learned going up like Uh. that's really other people's business um you know or like if you do express yourself then you're shut you're shut down um and so living in that, I'm like, okay, well, I just operate by being a good ear, a good listening ear and not being pushy and trying not to um, recently, especially trying not to offer advice unless someone asks because I mm. realize sometimes like I don't really want your advice.. Right. I just want to- <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just want to like express or like talk through. Mm. Um, so yeah. So I feel like I don't receive it well, Mm. um, but I'm working on that and also working on um, being being more intentional about like giving it and like reaching out to people, Mm -hmm. like setting alerts. Like if you tell me you have a job interview, then I'm putting an alert in my phone to remind myself to ask you about the interview because I just like have so many things um, going on in my head usually at all times. And, um, I just want to, like, be present. And, you know, also, I was thinking, thinking about how, like, my friend groups are all separate. Yes. And I was like, I don't really, I understand the necessity of it for some things, but also I don't really like it because what if, what if I wanted to have a girl's trip?
0: Right. Who am I fighting? Yeah.
1: And... You know, I don't know. I feel like people have, like, their core group of friends, Mm -hmm. and I have core people, but it's not, like, it's not cohesive, Mm -hmm. Um, even though most of them for the core, for the most part at the core are, like, cohesive, but it's just, like, like, I don't have that, so I don't know. Anyway, random. I have friends, but they're all, like, sprinkled throughout.
0: Right. No, that's the same. That's kind of why, like, I've been having, especially moving here, where I basically had to start all over, really. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like friendships that are long distance are super important. And especially now, like, I'm everybody has, like, everybody's just moving, you know, where they want to move. So everybody mm-hmm. probably has long distance friendships. But like, for me, especially in 2020, when we were virtual, which this was available this whole time and it didn't oh. click to me to do this until now but like while we have like our girls nights and stuff because like literally each of you women are like you're, you're it's not one cohesive friend group like one person's in this place and one person in this <laughs> place so that's kind of why I mean I already know like but then they have their friend group and she, like you know we're just I think it's okay, but I do, I find mm-hmm. a lot of value in just being able to, like, have one cohesive, like, just to know, this is my corner and this is who it is in my corner versus, yeah. like, you know, kind of having sporadic people, and I don't know, I yeah. I, I I totally understand what you're saying. Because I'm like, if somebody wanted to plan a surprise
1: birthday party for me, like, <laughs> how would they even know Right. who to reach out to? Because I'm like... I don't even know. So, okay. So, just FYI, if
0: that ever happens, I'm going to have like a list of friends. Got it. Do you want to start a Google Doc just in case? Or I think you might want to do that. Because right now, you know, yeah, I might. might. We'll see. Yeah. That's real life though. I I was gonna ask you if you felt like uh like that love language. I think I don't think they have a book yet on friend love language, or maybe they do. I know they have one on, you know, partners and they have one on kids, but I feel like if friends knew each other's love languages, that would be a game changer if for invested friends. You know, they have a singles one. Um I
1: borrowed it from the library.
0: Okay, and- library?
1: Girl, I love the library. Rare people, rare, okay. not Barry. Um.
0: <laughs> that was shade. Yes, it was. So if you received it as shade, receive it wholeheartedly. Thank you. Receive correction.
1: Okay. Um, but yeah, I love it. Um, Me too. So I borrowed the book and I read it, and I thought it was pretty cool and interesting because it talked about relationships with your parents as well. Yes. Um, and so. I thought that was cool. So there probably is a friendship one, but if not, the singles one probably helps because it focuses more on the individual instead of like the couple.
0: I love that. I think mm-hmm. mine is pretty similar. I can't believe how fast 30 minutes is going. Oh, we're going to have to have a part two. We can have a part two. I just realized that right now. <laughs> I just that was a real life epiphany in the moment. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyway. Um what was I saying? Oh, I feel like the same is true about me like, you know, it's very easy for me to give love and Yeah, I think so. I think it's I'm just a lovey-dovey person. I do feel like um like learning to be vulnerable for me came with I had like for me I can be a complete open book like I will be comfortable telling you the color of my poop if we are like close <laughs> friends but like but I that's, is that really vulnerability though no like maybe not poop but like okay. telling you about you know like my my dreams that's something that's very but I do hmm. not like if you know what my plans are before they have happened, you are like a definite, like close to my arteries type of person. Because like those are things, like if I do not trust you and I feel like I have a really good gift of discernment just because it's been consistent for decades. If I notice one thing that is off, I'm like, mm. <laughs> we're going to put you in tier two. I can still love you from afar, but I am not going to like share things that, I can't trust you with and I don't Uh I definitely don't know where the I guess maybe just little girlfriends and stuff like that as you grow up in the whole stereotype of being catty or feeling like you have to be guarded or feeling like you have to prove yourself that's one thing I don't like I Uh this was not one of my questions but a friend pet peeve for me is when um people Uh might see me. I think sometimes people have, like, this image of me in their head. Mm -hmm. And I guess I can say a perception of me. Like, that's not even the word I'm looking for, but it's basically like, what do you call it when like, it's a projection? Not, like, kind of like a mirage. You know, when you're, you're in the desert and you're thirsty Mm -hmm. and you see something, but it's not there, but you know it's there. And Mm -hmm. so, like, they will have, like, that perception of me and then think that they have to kind of act like that. And I I don't... Does that make sense?
1: Like, people are trying to change who they are in order to, like, be in your circle? Yes.
0: And I'm like, no, no. Yeah, first you have to... All, uh-uh. First of all, you are seeing... No Ha. Huh? No chameleons. It, I don't get time for that. Because it's like, first of all, it's typically, like, people who have known me from, like, you know, when we were younger... Or like they see me now and like more like when I'm operating professionally or I'm operating, you know, an equity space or something like that. And it's like you don't have to talk to me in academia when we are texting. Like I'm I'm still I can be a homegirl. Like is, that is a number one pet peeve for me. And that's like <laughs> I, I get that you're trying to make yourself. Or you're trying to convince me that you can hang. But I'm not asking for that. And that makes me very uncomfortable. Because now you're not offering your true self to me. Mm -hmm. But like when people offer their their authentic selves, I think it's way easier for me. And it might be to a fault. Or at least it has for sure been to a fault. Like, I'm all in. Like, I jump in and I'm ready. And so sometimes I get, I know I've gotten scared. Like, oh, am I going too hard? Like, am I too open? (laughs) You know, just, just crazy and corny like that. But I think it's been, like, eye-opening for me just knowing people who are in my corner being very, like, when I had Analia, oh, well, if you don't know my daughter's name, there it is. I normally try to have to say her name. Um, <laughs> but when I had her, like, I was very prayerful about, like, friendship. Like, I think I spent a whole year. Praying about friendships, asking God to refine who was in my life, asking Mm -hmm. God to remove people who were not like really good friends for me and asking Mm -hmm. him to bring people to me. And I mean, I'm talking about a whole year and it was like not until maybe last year that I realized that that prayer had actualized. And I was like, (gasps) oh. That's what I saw. Jesus. And so that was really <laughs> sweet that he cared enough. But then because I knew that these people were saying you guys are sent to me, then I, like, feel like, okay, well, we have good fertile ground. We can move. But okay. Yeah. It, it did take, like, 30 years <laughs> to figure it out.
1: Girl, no, seriously. Um, I feel like something you said also about, like... um I don't know if it was not feeling safe or like Hattie, like friends mm-hmm. growing up and that kind of thing kind of like hinders how you process like friendships in the world. So mine wasn't so much friends, mine was family. Yeah. Um, my mom's side, mm-hmm. girl, Nikki, if you listening, you already know. Um, Hi, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> they do not talk Mm. um there's like little pockets within like it is not cohesive and i felt like my mom was always on the outs um she's the youngest of all of them Mm. um and i don't know if like maybe they had to like help raise her um you know and that kind of like starts a little bit of like resentment or whatever like i don't know the history or the dynamics fully only know like little bits and pieces from what I've seen um and from like kind of what my dad has told me Mm -hmm. but like they it's not to me it's not really like a family so to me my friends have always been my family but I think that I've also still kind of kept that distance because um I've seen people like burned and thrown under the rug and just like that's wild to me and um, so so I think that is also a part of the reason that I like struggles like receiving because mm-hmm. I'm like what's the catch?
0: you know like yes, I think that is a perfect ending to part one so that we don't get cut off. But now you guys since Janelle has just opened up a beautiful topic, you have to listen <laughs> to part two. So we're gonna end here. thank you so much for listening and remember. There's a new part two coming up soon. Okay, bye. Thanks.